covering everything in the Brainerd Lakes area. This is the Listen Local Podcast with Jacob Blazer and Colton Mayer. See, that's still not out of the question. Ha ha ha, get it out now. All right, let's do this. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Listen Local. I'm Jacob Blazer with Blazer. Colton Air, what's water real estate? And our guest today is a professional drone racing pilot, somebody I've known for a few years now. He's the 2018 Drone Racing League World Champion that was featured on ESPN that year. I'm contractually obligated to throw Allianz in there, too. Okay, we have to say Allianz. Um, exactly. I and, uh, yeah, but he's been... Oh, on, I need to tell her that I'm on this. You're going to let me finish, like, doing your titles because it's like a... Oh, yeah, wait, hold on. We, we got about 20 minutes. Go yeah. ahead. Um, I know him. have a business card, right? Like, yeah, a little no shit. It's just after covered. His name. No shit. Nurk. Paul like, Nurkula. Welcome. Everybody. Paul Nurkula. And we got some guy. Yeah. Nurk, this is what happens when people interrupt me as I'm, like, talking about them. I lose track. Well, like, I can't keep track of anything as it is, but I lost my train of thought. The battery's charged? My battery's charged? Like any of the things. All right, I hope so. Okay. I just put all new batteries, those $1 batteries from Dollar Store, but we'll see if it lasts the whole show. We got 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. All right, Nurk. Nurk. So, yeah, Colton, you've, you've got to know Nurk over the last few months, and he's done some projects with us, uh, all that stuff, so... But yeah, let's get back to introducing Nerd. Hey, what's up? What's up? How's it going? Not bad. That's good. Happy to be here. Can you elaborate so I don't have to like keep saying shit? Yeah. Uh, so we are up here in Pequot Lakes, Minnesota. This is my third time in the summer. First, well, I came once in the winter. I think I like it better in the summer, to be honest. But I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up in, uh, well, Lakeville, then Burnsville, then Edina, then Indiana. Um, I moved away. They call that a cake eater? What about cake eaters? I mean, I really only lived in Edina for like six months. So. Okay, well, you're us. I only eat cake for six months then. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I moved away from my senior year of high school um, to uh, Indiana, but I moved to a town of like 2,000 people. Oh. So it feels a lot like Pequot Lakes does because it's kind of got that small town vibe. Like, you know, everybody, you get to. You know, just just this morning I walk in, you know, my third time here and everybody's like, hey, Paul, how's it going? It's good to see you like that. I love that that attitude, that atmosphere. And so it, I feel at home being here in Pequot Lakes. Cool. Uh, I like it. Love it. Yeah. Very I love cool. every time you're in town because I get some sweet footage. Yeah. What are we <laughs> shooting this weekend? Today? I don't really know. Tonight? What are we? What all are we doing? We got, oh yeah, we got the open door shoot tonight, yep. which is not tonight when you guys hear this, but right, yeah, yeah. But tonight when we're recording this, yes, um, which would be kind of like a Motley esque video, I'm picturing, right? Yeah, but more but, like action, sporty four wheelers and dirt yeah. bikes. Mm. And, nice. Uh, it's like, like a family in the area type thing, but it's a great family because they live out on like 20 acres or something like that. They have a pond. They have like a good bonfire pit. So like an evening or. Uh, afternoon evening of how like the up north family spends their time awesome yeah i don't know if you've seen any of the edits that we've been working on or that sam's been working on but we're doing this what are we calling it open door you call whatever you want open door series yeah is what we have right now but uh lakes area adventures i like that sort of too okay it's gonna be open door (laughs) but no it's just like how people live here like what they do when they live here so we went out on the golf course with uh with a local golfer went out fishing with a local fisherman nice um, and now some action sports now some yeah just some family like how they hang out at night and what they do so Sweet. sounds awesome yeah should be cool i can't wait to film it real estate wise i don't know how much i don't think we're shooting any properties but not this time i don't think maybe that breezy video that we talked oh about. yeah we might yeah we'll probably get some stuff around breezy 
Pelican Lake. That's the lake right there. There's mm -hmm. a cool island just off of the point there. Mm -hmm. um, you'll you'll see when you're droning. Um, oh yeah, maybe. I saw it on the on Google Maps. I was kind of okay. plotting. I've got I've got this little drone that's. Ooh, I don't know if I can say it yet, but like that flies for a very long time. It's like a prototype. Um, that I mean, it's not like a, the duration of a Mavic, but for FPV, it's pretty far. Sure. And I want to see if I can get it out like three miles and come back. And so it's I was like, yet. I was like plotting on Google Maps, like, can I get it? <laughs> How far is three yeah, miles? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not that far out. Probably what half mile. I mean, three miles should get them across the lake, though. Yeah, that's that's what I was seeing. Across it was like three and a half was like across the lake, and I did have really? it has enough yeah. range. Yeah. Pelican? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like 10 miles. No. To South South Beach? Or the south I know beach? from your perspective, everything looks way bigger than it yeah. is because you're way down there. Yeah, from way uh, down but, there, everything um, looks so big. You know, it's... Uh... <laughs> and we're off. For the rest of us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Saturday Saturday around like 1 or 2 o'clock, mm -hmm. that, that um, island or the beach at the island, Probably 150 boats oh, or more. Crazy. Yeah. As gets, long as it's not raining. It gets nuts. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to rain. Might. Everything's changing again. I hate weather. I Wait, hate no, yeah. Saturday. I looked this morning at Saturday and it says like 20%. Yeah. That's good. That's not going to be very sunny, but. Yeah, that's all right. Get that nice moody. Yeah, Colton's type of day. Woods to water day. Yeah. The look. The it's not always sunny. Looks like, looks like that picture over there. It's not always sunny. So. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's not always sunny. Yeah, that's either. true. Great show. Speaking of great shows, Nurk and I had a debate last night. Okay. Oh, boy. What were we He's a big... Night? I like, like, we're all in agreement Parks okay. and Rec, I think, is a pretty funny show. Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Not really. Sam, I know you have. Yeah. Amy Poehler, um, Ron Swanson. Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. It's like... Nick Offerman, actually. Office it's just type. like The Office. Yeah. yeah. And I went Well, through. no, no. Season one was just like The Office, okay. and then they hit their stride in season two, and See, they realized we can't just be The Office. We've got to be our own thing. Took it to the next level. Okay. So See, season one is, watched, yeah, you got to get, like you got to get episodes. like past season, season one. one, season one and a half. And then they finally hit their stride and they're like, oh, okay. this is our own thing. But I have grown to appreciate the office as well. Yeah. And I didn't used to, same when the office came out, I hated it. Same here. And now it's my top three favorite show probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that thing. I've watched four times. Okay. All the way through. Um, but he said he's a big arrested development. Arrested I, development I, I could never get into show. that one. And a lot of people love that. And I just couldn't. No, I never saw an episode of that. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. It's about realty. Yeah, I know. I just, I just don't have <laughs> I, the gumption. Yeah. So, Arrested Development, it, it grows the more you watch it. So, so it's written by Ron Howard, who is okay. a phenomenal director. I mean, uh, Apollo Thirteen, Rush, uh, whatever the a lot. the Moby Dick re, re, revisit. I wouldn't was have said a, that as part of his top ones, but keep going. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> But you, you think about the kinds of things that he likes to do, and it's all about the story. It's all about the yeah. character development and the process. And so, but what happens over the series of like, especially the first three seasons, like every joke builds back on itself, and it gets funnier and funnier like the longer you're in. Uh, from like just, just across the whole series oh, wow. like they revisit things like in these like little offhand comments like they'll just like throw out like one or two words and unless you're like really paying attention you won't pick it up but if you pick it up it's the funniest shit you've ever heard <laughs> so I like by, I watch Rest of Development once a year on purpose like I go back really? and start it yeah and wow. it, I still catch stuff every single time I watch it that I never caught the first time and it's funnier and funnier every time wow that's so good so yeah that got us to talking about like favorite shows of all time I said The Office I said um that i'm i'm still like on the friends bandwagon i don't know why maybe it's just like 
my childhood it was yeah my mom had it on the tv all the time yeah, exactly. so now it's you can watch this on netflix all the time um of course all the new hbo shows are pretty sweet but i'll ask all, all three of you this what if you had to pick one show to watch on loop over and over and over where'd you go what would you do let's start with sam actually he's new age here okay okay yeah I, i've got two that i've watched i've watched the office i've watched parks and rec a few times i have seen Entourage like three times, <laughs> which I know, I know it's cliche, it's stupid. And then Workaholics. I like that show. I thought it was I've watched Workaholics, workaholics yeah. like okay. four times. That, I'm, that's the three guys, right? Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a degenerate. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that we'll show. We'll have to record the next episode from the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved that show. Yeah. All right, Colton. That was a funny show. Are you, are you going? See, I'm, I'm like completely. Here we go. He's going to break it. I want a piece of this show. I want a piece no, of no, this. No, 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 no. I just, I'm a sorry. Maybe I'm a girl. I don't know. That's I, okay. I like the like drama suspense yeah. uh, TV shows. Like Homeland or Grey's Anatomy? Or Days no, like, of Our Lives? Like, uh, like Dexter, Lost. Lost, yes. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, yes. Breaking Bad's good. Um, yeah, those are more my jam. Yeah, I like Lost, I've watched probably five times, yep. start to finish, five or six times. Wow, um, it's written that's so a, well. Even, even that's just during such a the deep strike. Show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the strike seasons. Yeah, we we uh, yeah we would make a purpose of watching them over, watching the previous seasons over during all that. Hmm. So, yeah, that's, I yeah. loved it. Um, did you did you ever have like so my group of friends, the grade like. Carly, Tanya, Trav, Adam, like uh, this group we had in high school would have OC nights and we'd go over to oh, Tanya's yeah. and watch the OC every Thursday night. Yeah, we watched the OC. Did you? Yeah. Did it you guys have a little soap opera? Yeah. But, it, it's but very, yeah. but looking but back, are, it's very soap opera. But when you're a 15, 16 year old, you're like, you're like this is, this is it. This is, yeah. this is it. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving. We're all moving to California after this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start to like, yeah. Call the characters by yeah. names of people that you're going to school with. Yeah. So Nurk, <laughs> did you do that with, um, people from your school? Uh, let's go back to people with, in public schools. <laughs> oh, private school, huh? No. Oh, it's worse. Homeschool? Homeschool. Yes. Oh, okay. Nurk is a homeschooler, okay. but you know what? Because if it was private school, I was, I was homeschooled. I'm not a homeschooler. That's true. Yeah. You, I've always wondered about that, too. Um, I'm really getting off topic here, and we need to get back to Nurk's favorite show, but... Arrested Development, hands yeah, down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no oh, yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so, watch that on loop. I already watch it on loop, so... Yeah. No, that's true. You've already... Yeah, he said that, I guess, so my bad. Um, I've always wondered this about um, kids that were homeschooled. Okay. <laughs> it's so easy to find, for most people, unless you're like just an introvert, but to find groups of friends or cliques or whatever in high school that you want to be a part of. Is it? It's not easy for everybody. Just saying. No, I'm just saying, yeah. For I'd say for even like the people you're not friends with, they have yeah. groups of friends. So I'd say probably 90% of kids in school have friends. I yeah. mean, maybe it's different now, but what's it like being someone from homeschooled, finding that group of friends or having that social part of your life? So what happens with homeschooling is that like the, whoever your teacher is, whether that's your mom or dad or some sort of private mm-hmm. uh, person, it, you, you always end up bumping into classes like that those people are not experts in, right? So like I had, my, neither of my parents are interested or have any experience in biology. So we took biology as an elective from like a local co-op. So like, and that was a group of other homeschooled people that came together for those classes. And then they together hired one teacher to come and teach those things. And so like once a week I would go, 
Um, it was a, at a local church, um, Berean Baptist in Burnsville, Minnesota, um, that we would all come together and have course there. And, the, and the, so those people became my closest friends. Okay. Um, that being said, I also played sports and I would play for the public schools gotcha. or private schools around me. Okay. Um, there was no problem with that right. for the city. Um, so between, you know, people on sports teams and, uh, I mean, that's where you make your friends anyway. Right, exactly. The the guys that I still hang out with, all the guys I played sports with. And the reason I ask, I don't mean to call out homeschooling, but I think it's a relevant question right now because even if the schools do open up, I know a lot of Minnesota is going to have that choice to homeschool your, not yet, you always have the choice, but more of the opportunity maybe is the right word, I don't know, to to homeschool the kids and get the the funds or the teachers or the tutors you would need because of what's going on with COVID right now, but. Well, and I think that the friends that I made as a part of being homeschooled were closer than friends I would have made in public school, oh. just because you, you don't, there's such a smaller selection that you kind of just have to choose to like that person, mm-hmm. those people. And, uh, you know, it was, I mean, I still talk to a lot of them to this day. No, that, that's, later. no that's good. I just, I, the, that's the reason I brought it up. I just wondered because I think with the younger kids even especially and or if they have older parents i think that's going to be a huge possibility now and not sending the kids back to school or if they're anti-mask and they don't want the kids wearing masks all day or if they're anti anti-vax sure i mean we can get into all that but <laughs> we don't have to but i just wondered it was it was really that um let's get back on track here for a second the reason you started coming up here um, or one of the main reasons that we mentioned it earlier you started coming back. You um, keep saying back on track like there's a track to be on. There's not a, no, no. <laughs> no, he just always has half thoughts, and then he stops himself, and he says, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Then he has to keep talking <laughs> about it, and he goes, no, wait, we're not going to talk about yeah, yeah. it. So this is. This so the is, reason that I keep this, coming back. We should back just name this the Off the Tracks podcast. Off the Tracks. Yeah. So it has a ring to it, now that I think about it. Yeah. Incessant rambling. Listen local, Off the Tracks. There we go. That's your, that's your spin-off series. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's, maybe that's the blooper uh, reel. Maybe that's the, the video clips. It's the nice. off the tracks. Nice. You heard it here. Um, oh, Sam's checking to make sure it's still rolling. <laughs> we are. Oh, <laughs> Sam. Sam. Before, before it gets too late, you have nine minutes. I got nine minutes. Um, Sam has to go get a haircut, so he's going to have to leave here in he a second. Your hair. has to go yeah. get a haircut. Who cuts my hair? Who cuts uh, your hair? Bliss over there. Bliss. Shout out. Over where? This is an audio podcast. Bliss, yeah. You're going to stick with the same style? Keep it short, and then because I don't get it cut in Montana, so I'll just keep it short. And then what do you got against Montana? Them. I was gonna say. Well, just... they're gonna cut his hair with like wool shears. Oh, out there. shears! Just a straight blade knife, <laughs> just a Bowie knife. Do they have mustache shops out there? Oh, absolutely! Like where you can go get your mustache twisted. There's actually a local guy, uh, a Pequot grad, that has a barber shop, a men's a men's barber shop out there in Montana. In Montana. Oh man! So yeah, that's. Sam's leaving in a couple minutes here. Getting a hair, haircut? Haircut, yeah. Minute. Sam, before you head out, any um, final thoughts of Fine. this wonderful show so far? Final thought. I think it's going great, you guys. It's okay. Keeping even, it right off, right off track. Yeah. Do you even know what the heck's going on right now? I have no idea. I want to hear about your camping trip. Uh, yeah. We were in Wisconsin all Now, weekend. remember, this, is, this can be heard by your parents. Yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> care. They, they know. <laughs> there's, no, there's no secrets. Uh, yeah, no. It was very responsible. We did adult no adult things we were kids we sat around a campfire and just enjoyed each other's presence it was wow. very very that's wholesome awesome. that's awesome s'mores <laughs> s'mores and no nah, there's no s'mores there was lots of hot dogs and bottles of water i'm sure there was all right all right, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, 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 i'm out <laughs>
And on we'll that probably note, still be here rambling when you get back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We haven't even got to like the why he's here. Like, I mean, I don't start, know why I'm start here. over. No, this is good. I don't know. We're I, totally gonna lose half the followers. Are we? Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll gain half. We'll just yeah. keep bringing Paul on. Yeah, exactly. This famous. is what happened last time too. It's just like way off track. But I do. I do have a uh, one topic to talk about. Okay. We getting real here? I'm just curious which one of you or your friends was flying the drone over Target Field. Oh, I have a story. You're about not the that. first person to ask me that. Actually, I mean, weren't you like on a layover in Minneapolis when that happened? Uh, probably pretty close <laughs> to. Yeah. So it was a very short layover, though. Like I was like, because the MSP is like really like diagonally long. Yeah. So if you have to go from A to E, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. That and I was just like that gate to get to the Brainerd Gate is the dead last too. Yeah. It's like gate 29 of 29. For whatever reason, no matter what part of the country you fly in from, you always end up on that other end yeah. of the airport. And all of the uh, like the moving walkways are shut off right now for COVID. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, it seems like. <gasps> yeah. You got so, to get the wheelchair cart person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm glad you. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you gotta go. No, you're not. Peace out. All right. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I walked in yesterday and one of the guys downstairs accused me of being the one flying the drone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's. It was was the backwards driving guy. Oh, Steve, yeah. Steve Steve admitted him. We're not going to say his last name. Steve has had some pretty funny stories. He's been a lifelonger Pequot resident. Yeah. Um, He told us how times have changed because he used to be able to drive his truck backwards drunk from the bar in the middle of the night. Can't do that anymore. (laughs) You can't do that anymore. (laughs) Well, you couldn't do it then, but... So I want to just, since you brought it up, I'm glad you did. The drone over Target Field. I got a call, like, I'm going to name drop here a little bit, but I think you both know my other job that I've been sports media. So I don't get a credential this year, though, or not an everyday season credential because I'm not a writer. Only writers because of COVID, and they took a lot of people out of the press box, radio, TV, a lot of that, um, because they need the writers to be there so they can see every single pitch, all that stuff, you know, like writers do. So I have not been to a game this year, but when that drone flew over, half of the Twin Cities media was like, huh, don't see Jacob in the press box right now. I wonder where he's at. Or, hey, Jacob, we can see you from ramp A. Or, hey, like that type of stuff. Freaking Major League Baseball, who we've been doing the Field of Dreams stuff for, text me, Jacob, please, please don't tell me that was you flying over the field. And I'm like, I'm in freaking Pequot. I literally <laughs> had to post a picture of the bobber to show people, like, it wasn't me. It is the same drone that I fly. It's a Mavic 2. Yeah, it was but pretty obvious. It's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because, man, for, like, a two-hour stretch, which that was all on Twitter, which I don't do a lot of Twitter anymore. And it was, like, notification. Whenever I have notifications blowing up, it's always something bad. It's like, bad, yeah. It's always, like, on Twitter because it's not, like. Yeah, no it's one's like, trying to get a hold of you because Nobody goes on Twitter to say good things. No, either. no, no. It's, like, my buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, the Yelp. Yeah. Of social media. Yeah, my, exactly. It is 100% right. Um, my buddies down there who are very, like, I understand why there's pro- rioting. Not protesting. It's fine, whatever. But I understand why it's rioting. I'm like, this you guys are dumb. dangerous territory. Yeah, it is. It's very dangerous. But, like, our listeners, nah, not really. Um, <laughs> we've avoided this until yeah, now. We've avoided this the whole time. And I'm not going to get way into it. I'm like, the rioting. And all I said, all I said on the whole thing was, like, they realize they're like destroying mom and pop shops, not just the targets and the auto zones, mom and pop shops, their own housing. You know, that's all I said. I'm like, I said, it's just, it's just silly. And that was like the day of the fire main riots. Down there. Yeah. And I forget that 99.99999% of my 200 Twitter followers are from Minneapolis. 
and my, even my buddies that are in the, some of the sports media and they're like, you have no clue. You live in such a small town. You, you know, you have such a small mind when it comes to this type of stuff. And it's like, I, I literally just said like, as a fan, a someone who owns a fan or like has a family owned business, like if that would have happened here, we, it, it would just be, it would be destroying to like a lot of those places probably can't open back up again. And yeah. we definitely wouldn't be able to do that. Right. So that's all I was saying. And it's like, but that I'm just back on track. Like, that's Twitter, though. Like, they just like to... I, I get nervous when I see a notification um, because it's like... Yeah. It's never good. Yeah. Never good. So, we can't say that. Twitter does not suck. It's great for the Drone Racing League. That is that is true. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. <laughs> um, drone Racing League. Drone Racing League champion. Um, what's it been like to... How does that feel? <laughs> yeah. How does that feel? I've actually never... I've congratulated you, but I've never asked you, like, yeah. what it means to be a champion of a of a sport so so back in 2018 that was when i won when i won my championship um the so i train a lot for it right you were talking like you know for a, a month ahead of a race i'm doing 10 to 12 hour days of flying and practicing and making sure that like Jeez. i'm mentally and physically physically with my little my thumbs yeah. <laughs> in shape for you know, competing, right? And so this, you know, that means I'm I'm waking up at like 9 a.m. I'm out the door by 10 to pre to the field. I fly from like you know 11 a.m. to 8 or 9 p.m. when it gets dark, and then I go home. I go for a run at the gym because it's dark by that time, and then I fix my drone drones until I pass out, fall asleep, start the next day, right? So for a month at a time, you know, it's like just grinding, getting as prepared as I can. And so this is over a course of three years that I've been, I had been competing in the Drone Racing League. So when I finally got to that moment, when I won, um, it was relief. The, the overwhelming feeling that I had was relief because it's like, I'm finally done. I can just relax for a second. I don't have to worry about, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing. So like, so, so to answer your question, like the, the feeling of winning a championship, the, the one that I remember the most was that relief and that, that felt so good. So <laughs> that's and awesome. Yeah. Well, people might not understand or I'm sure a lot of people have seen the drone racing league cause it's been on ESPN and now NBC sports and NBC, like it's on streams on Twitter. It's out there for people to watch. Even if they're flipping through channels and all of a sudden it comes on, it just is one of those things that intrigues people more than anything. NBC, I would say when you guys have the big Sunday races on big NBC, that's way more beneficial because yeah. you're getting not just the sports crowd. You're yeah, getting you get the, anybody that's intrigued. You don't have to have cable. Right. It's a yeah, yeah. broadcast. Network. Yeah, no, I think that switch was huge, but the growth of it, I think is because the people that didn't even, not just the drone pilots like me, but just people in general are like intrigued. Like, is this like, it is sort of the future right on our screens right now. Yeah. Um, but what they don't understand is like, you mentioned the mental state of like, you have to get prepared mentally. And I mean, physically is physically, whatever it's your, yeah. it's your thumbs. But I think the mental thing is more than anything. Well, physical because, meaning like muscle memory, yeah, 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 I get it. you know, that sort of stuff yeah. as well, um, as much as. Yeah. And just seeing what you guys did here, I got, we were, I was lucky enough to see what all went into the process when you guys raced at Allianz yeah, Field. Right. But the most interesting thing to me was your time. Like you guys don't have, you sleep until mid afternoon and you race in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people don't understand. They think it's just dark and all yeah, of a sudden we wanna, it's dark. We want to fly yeah. in, in the dark because the drones all have like big LEDs and like lighting. So we get this much better looking contrast. It's easier to see the drones. Mm. And when we're flying in an open air stadium like Allianz Fields, 
we have to wait for night, um, which means that we wake up at like 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. We're on set at seven, and then we're still not flying until 10, and we might wrap at 4 a.m. Wow! So you have to be you have to be at the peak of your mental performance at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> Which is a challenge for that me. Was, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, my peak is like 10 a.m., like right. right now. Like I'm, that's when I'm stoked and focused, yeah. and, but I'm not a night person at all. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's a challenge to figure yeah, out how I would, to I would balance not succeed that. At that. No, and the biggest thing too, like last, or not last season, last season was sim season, but the, the Allianz year, so I guess last summer, mm-hmm. um, that season it was all... The 2019 season. It was all it, domestic. Yeah, 2019 was all domestic races, yep. correct? Yep. 2018, when you won, not only do you have to deal with like time time of day, but you're also dealing with time differences. I yeah. guess that makes sense. You want you won your championship in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty far east, yeah. you know, relative to like, you know... Uh, I mean, anywhere in the States, but yeah. then like Germany or right. the UK was a lot, lot simpler of a time change yeah. than going all the way to Saudi. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, although they give you like a week, right? Or is it just a couple um, days? We had, so we had a, a travel day, a rest day, a meeting day, and then that next day is our practice, okay. our first practice. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just interesting um, to me and a lot of people, I, I sort of want to bring attention to, to this sport because um, especially around here, uh, I think once people see it once, they want to know. Like, it is more of like a show platform. It's a it's yeah. an event. Yeah, it's entertainment. It's I mean, entertainment. Yeah. All sports is entertainment. Yeah, though, yeah exactly. Know? So I think just try it once and see if you like it because I think you'll you'll get to. They do really well with all the pilots too. There's usually a twelve, correct? Yep. Um, and they do good like behind the scenes, and you pick your favorite pilot, just like a race. Yeah, you know, there's like, a guy from Minnesota. Yeah, Fluxy. That grew up in Minnesota, <laughs> and then there's Fluxy, <laughs> who is in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. is he not from here? I think he's, no, I think he's, no, he's from here. Wait, no, he's not from he's here. He's from California. So I'm really yeah, he's from California. I'm really moved the here and, as a teenager. Nurk is from here and moved away as a teenager, late teenager. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, who is actually the Minnesotan? You know, Man. in Minnesota, we want. Man. Fight to the death. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Race. Yep. So let's bring Colton back into this conversation. Well, I was just, I'm, I'm thinking about what's been cool on the shoots that we've done or just the, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, just randomly we get all these like high school kids that are like super stoked about mm-hmm. drone racing. Mm-hmm. And then they see your name on some of the shoots that we're all working on together or just on your stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, you know, nerd. Yeah. Like to me, drone racing is like, you know, I don't, I don't really know much mm-hmm. about it. Like I, I get the idea of it and mm-hmm. I understand it, mm-hmm. but these kids, like it's the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like what's the future there? Uh, how many, I mean, there's high school robotics, right? When we were in high school, granted we're a small town. If you go to mm-hmm. Minneapolis, mm-hmm. when we were in high school, there was robotics. Now robotics is like the greatest thing since mm-hmm. sliced bread here at the local school. I think they, they're very they, good. Yeah, they're very good. They yeah. Were, make it to not top, just top state, they make it to nationals. nationals. Yeah. yeah top mm-hmm. finishers in nationals this year. Yeah. But is that a thing where like drone racing is going to be a high school, high school event in the future, high school sport in the future? It already is. It is. Yep. Yeah. In Minneapolis, yeah. You want to talk about Hydra? Yeah. Yeah. You can. I don't know much. Okay. So, yeah. but it's it's very new. It's I mean, robotics have been around probably ten years. It pretty probably started picking up. Well, here, here, more, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying overall, like, there's... I think when when the when the school did their overhaul, yeah, which was what about ten years ago, right? It was right after I graduated. Yeah, it would have been like yeah. a year after you left yeah. that they've completed the project, right? Yeah, because we, we didn't have the big when they, gym That's when they everything. then had the space to do the robotics. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and I think that's when it really took off. Yeah. But obviously, everybody else around already had it. The bigger schools. Yeah, there. they had robotics, but not drone building programs. Correct. I think. Yep. Correct. Um, but this, it's very new in the cities. Even like just the last couple of years, there's a company down there called Hydra, FPV, and they they do almost like a drone camp for kids. Like it's an act. They they're in like Benilde and they're in St. Louis Park. Um, high school, Apple Valley, and there was like the first ever high school. So drone, some of the so public likes. and private schools are both. Doing yep, it. yep. They're sort of getting anyone they can at this point. But last year they built up to almost a hundred kids in this league hmm. when they went from ten the first year. And now when they build, build their the drone little ones from the ground up. Yep, and... they they teach them how to build these little things because they're all robotic. They know how to solder and all that stuff. Yeah. Stuff I don't even know how to do. Yeah. Um, I mean that stuff is yeah. just. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, blows my mind. It makes cool. me happy. Right, it, it does. It makes me yeah. happy that yeah. there's all these other, like, yeah. you know, go out there and, and learn a skill with your hands, but, like, right. compete at it. Not know? Xbox. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, Absolutely. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, in just like, little skills like soldering or tru- I mean, troubleshooting, you know, yeah. for, especially for, like, Tell a high schooler, like, to teach them the, the process of solving problems alone is really, really powerful. Um, but then, I mean, even, like, the, the actual skills that they learn, like, I've... I, I didn't solder before I started doing drone stuff and now I can like fix stuff around the house and that kind of, kind yeah. of thing like where it's like this is actually pretty great to, to have learned this but yeah I think absolutely the critical thinking stuff is going to be way more like that's going to be the absolute mm-hmm. like most valuable thing that they get out of it um, and then everything else from there yeah, yeah. I just I, I love the like sports obviously is my my background mm-hmm. uh, I shouldn't say obviously obviously some people don't know. <laughs> sport Jacob yes. Jacob knows yes. that I play it sports is. yes all all through my life yeah and that was a huge part of of who I was and what I did but yeah. you now football there's guy? like I tried yeah um, what was what was your sport then uh, baseball baseball okay. yeah what'd you play what, what did I what play? position yeah first 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 base, as well yeah mm-hmm. that's first base in DH uh, yeah me too. <laughs> once right. I got you to college, pitched a little bit. Once I got to college, I pitched a little bit yeah. in high school, but I yeah, I couldn't throw anything but a curveball. Yeah, curveball. <laughs> yeah, a fastball. Threw a pretty fastball. good changeup. My fastball right. was a changeup. <laughs> nice. Um, but but no, now there's like we need high school gloves. fishing league. High right? school yeah. fishing league. High school fishing league. Yep. There's the nice. high school trap team. Yep. There's the the robotics, the drone thing now. Mm-hmm. Like I just I think it's awesome that there's all of these. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody's. It's uh, it's niching out. Yeah, not everybody's yeah. a football player. Not everybody's the, a, a jock or an the athlete. long like, tail of sports. There's there's so much more to it. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more. Oh, I love and to I just, see that. There's archery. Archery. Yeah. Um, we had it's that. almost like they're bringing back real Olympic sports into into yeah, play. It's like you know? real world. It, yeah. It's real world stuff. Like yeah. I love the team aspect of yeah. being on the football team or being yeah on, being on the For sure. on the basketball court. You know, like you get yeah. that camaraderie, but the real life stuff of being able to solder your you know, troubleshoot, trouble, yeah. troubleshoot and find the issue and solder it back together. Yeah. And, you know, it's pretty amazing. I wish yeah. I would have done I, it. I like, think that's huge. If that's what robotics was back then, I probably would have a little more interest rather than, yeah. or not even robotics, but like shop class or yeah. Yeah. anything industrial, you know, yeah, I like probably would have been, it just, I, I didn't do it. No, I, 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 I did like graphic to, arts. I was one there year. to build yeah. what I was told to yeah. build and yeah, yep. yeah just forget it. And Fire and forget. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so his background is, Software engineering. Software, yeah. Okay. Yes, and now I don't program at all. <laughs> and I think there was a point where, especially my in-laws were like, mm, you sure about this, <laughs> sure dog? This guy that's flying a little toys around. But now I'm working with Blazer and, and Woods to Water there in we the Pequot yeah. Lakes area. Look it. at them you now. You have yeah, made what it. What now, Who's Mom? laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> 
Meanwhile, your grandparents, who would probably love to see you, don't even know that you're here. That's like the last three times. I Just hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to get some gonna very sh- angry phone calls. <laughs> I can't, it's not like I can go visit them right now. No, that's true. With COVID, like it would be. Oh yeah, yeah it would be true. a bad. It would not be wise. Yeah, but and you flew into Brainerd this time, so it's not like we drove right past their road. Like last Brainerd time. Airport is something else. <laughs> Sweet, like I've never. So like what the, the there's one gate. Yep. And there's no like before and after security. You just go through security onto the plane. Yep. <laughs> which I thought was pretty phenomenal. <laughs> I, I was I've like, never flown. I've never flown out. And of then, and then, like the the baggage claim area was literally just like doors that they open and throw your stuff out. <laughs> like it wasn't like it came a vine a conveyor belt or something. No, like they literally just open a door, and just go boop. You can see the guys on the other side just like pushing your bags through. <laughs> I got a little video of it because I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Well, I might as well have just stepped onto the plane and pulled my baggage out the bottom. <laughs> but hey, they have Delta. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all they had. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's it. Unless the private plane, just fit there. Unless the private plane comes in. Yeah. Well, that's. I'll, I'll get. I'll bring the jet next time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Please do. Um, okay. We so can get some sweet video if it's a G5. Yeah. Bring the G5. Yeah. That's a G5. It's a Gulfstream. What's a Gulfstream? It's a private jet. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's like a what, 20 million, $20 million yeah. plane. Yeah, something like that. Canada will buy it for me. <laughs> we'll, get the, we'll get the G6 next time. Yeah, G6. Yeah. Oh, That's my better. God. Like a G6. That's better. Like, like a, G6. a G6. Oh. Yeah. oh. Did you just I realize did. what a I G6 was? That was a car. No. Okay, now that sounds like oh, it is, right? Gosh. Pontiac. Yeah, I thought G6. that she was talking there about the Pontiac, Pontiac G6, that. but no, they're talking about the Gulfstream. Oh, <laughs> funny. You learn something every day. Um. Speaking of cars, you're wearing a Mercedes hat. Did yes. you do a, sh- a shoot for Mercedes? No, I just am, I'm a Formula One fan. Okay. And, and, and you have a Mercedes. It. I do own a Mercedes. Okay. But it's uh, it's not a very nice Mercedes. My friend <laughs> uh, in Minneapolis, previous coworker, sent me pictures yesterday. He just bought a AMG. Uh, 63. Yep. Sport. And oh. picked it up yesterday. Oh. And his big motive in getting this is... He and I'm supposed to be, and if Kent, you're listening, I'm not, uh, are supposed to be riding in the Crown Rally, okay, uh, which is just a fundraiser they do it all over the country. Yeah. Um, and we're in the just the, like a road rally, like the, just yeah, the northern the northern branch, and it's just from Minneapolis to Chicago. Okay, yeah, Minneapolis Minneapolis to Milwaukee, Milwaukee to Chicago. Okay, nice. Um, so he bought he bought this AMG, and now it gets wrapped like next week. Oh, sick! And gets ready for the rally, but that, God, that. Ever since the AMG came out, or the first time I saw the AMG, yeah, just I don't think there's a better it, body style on like a. I just I for drool every for time what I see I, it. is, that's like a hundred fifty thousand somewhere in there, like in that yeah. price point. Yeah, that's it, it. Looks it looks good, and it, like when you think about Mercedes, you think about kind of like land yacht kind yeah. of cars, and then but then they finally come out with the the GTR, the yeah. the AMG sixty three, like oh. That's, those are good stuff. Uh, yeah. It's so pretty. I'm so lost right now. I'm, I'm just thinking of Mini Coopers right now. I don't know. Yeah, Mini Coopers <laughs> are good too. So, so well, speaking of Mini Cooper and road, road Rally, one of my first big gigs was uh, I filmed Mini Takes the States, which is a road rally from uh, – we drove from uh, Portland to Keystone, Colorado okay. via California. Oh wow! So it was, well, a, it, was a, go. it was a ten-day trip, yep. and I was just camera and drone for the western half of the rally. And huh. so I just we woke up every day at like six a.m. 
got to the event filmed the like there's like a, an event every morning and then we did our like our rally you know eight eight to ten hour drive from a to b each morning and we just had like you know a shot list every day that we had to cover and that was one of the one of the best one of the funnest shoots i've ever been is on is that why you like mini so much yeah absolutely see that mini culture is mini culture is no, it's a, unreal. It's a thing. Yeah, it's like it's people cool. who are obsessed with their mini coops. It, they they just announced mini takes like the Jeeps, states right? twenty one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot like the Jeep culture, yeah. but less pretentious. Right. <laughs> so sort of the inside joke we're yeah. bringing up minis is because I've been saying I want a, a wrap blazer, and Colton is pretty much saying he will not do business with me anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> you just can't bring them to our shoots. And, uh, yeah, exactly. You can't bring the Mini Coop to our shoot. Um, and Sam is on his side as well. Nurk is a Mini Coop fan, so I like when he's in town, and it, it pushes me to one I'm, of these times he comes here. I'm on board with the here, Mini Cooper, yeah. Yeah, one of these times he comes here, I will probably Isn't there a bigger him. version of yeah, the Yeah, I don't Mini like Cooper? that. The Countryman. Yeah, that's, that yeah. looks like You don't a, like that one? Hearse. Okay. Um, you, yeah, a, a, country, I mean, a Mini Cooper like S JCW with a stick shift would be like... Do the I just, ideal. Do I just feel look like, like a truck guy, though? Like, I'm not really a truck no, guy. No, but I feel like your stature in a Mini Cooper. <laughs> My stature. It's like a little clown, clown car. Well, <laughs> Frodo, Frodo yeah, buys you get a... out and just carton your yeah, wheel when, drone, he's, when he's driving through the roads, just yeah. kind of taking those bends and having a good time, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter I what you're I can see in. him just listening to some bubbly sunshine <laughs> yeah. music. And... I got a pocket, got a pocket. <laughs> Uh, I'm not I, buying a through, through Mini Cooper or Mini Takes the States, I met um, John C. Cooper, who's like the great grandson of like John Cooper, who in, who assuming, started yeah. the Cooper Auto huh. Company. I never really thought of that. Cooper yeah. was a last name. Yeah, yeah. I got to I got to go for a ride with a him. Mr. Jeep and a Mr. Mills. There's Mills, but that's Ford. a company. Yeah, Ford. There's Ford. At the time, he was Mr. just kind of kicking off his. Uh, his racing career too so he had mm. a like a kitted out jcw with mm. a roll cage and yeah. tuned exhaust and all this stuff he's yeah. like he fires that thing and yeah. just and we see, had a little we had a little uh, uh rally cross cross track set up in a parking lot and uh <laughs> nice. in keystone like well it was it was set up like it was uh, they let me drive a couple cars on nice. that track too i i was like a half second off the leaders and see, on like a 19 second lap i was like super stoked with that and like before i got in the car i'm like all right and i talk, i like pulled the guys over that are like yeah, doing yeah. the tr like the that are running the course i'm like okay how do i set a good time here like what do i need to do and like they gave me all these great tips like they're like so these are automatic so you can't like you know pop the clutch and like get a good launch so what you're going to do put it in drive leave it in performance mode don't try to like use the shiftable automatic or anything because it's too slow yeah they say build up the revs to like 3000 rpm with the brake flat on yeah and as soon as you get the go gas to the floor lift the brake yeah and like i mean i'd I burn that thing out <laughs> on the first lap they're like dude that was sick i was like i just did what they told me <laughs> that's awesome and see that is why i want a mini cooper I, I like the racing and then going all the way back to the movie the italian job yeah i'm, I'm like jason statham dude I'm just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can or see Mark that. Wahlberg, you I can you see choose. That. <laughs> I can, uh, gonna, so let's let's talk about you're staying at Breezy Point. Yeah. Normally stay at Craigans. Nothing yeah. wrong with Craigans, but you get a new experience. Yeah. You said we talked about this off air. So recap. You like the the younger younger more yeah. laid back vibe. It, it so like Craigans. It reminded me of um, uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel show. Like you go, they go to the Poconos as part of it, and it's kind of like these like very stereotypical like summer camps that the the well-to-do Jewish families all stay at. Okay. 
it kind of reminded me a little bit of that, which is, it has its vibe, like a, a, a good one, but it, it would be better if I had a family, maybe, sure. if that makes sense, yep. that I was with. Yeah, 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 just staying there by yourself. Yeah, it was kind of, I, I just ended up keeping it to myself and not really trying to go participate. But if I had, like, had a couple kids and my wife with me, like, that'd be great. Um, and then, but then Breezy just, I, I had a much younger mm, atmosphere yeah, to absolutely. it. Like, we played a round of golf, which is great i i hit a couple par you, you did really it was, well it was actually. really good white birch or not nah, traditional. traditional yeah easy one first and then uh but then we, hey, we, we, we out. <laughs> nice new haircut for hey, sam well, was back quick. sam yeah. is back so that was 20 20 minutes yeah that's where it's at that's not bad okay did you have to wear the mask while you're getting your haircut no i took it off all right well we won't we won't put that in yeah. <laughs> Mike's is Mike rolling over there? Oh yeah, Mike's rolling. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, but, of but Breezy. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Breezy, we went to uh, dinner at the Dockside Bar. Yeah. And like, and there's like you know every other boat's a wake boat, much younger crew and crown out there. So it was I I liked that atmosphere a little bit more, being that I'm here by myself. Yep. Sort of. Except for that little shithead that was feeding the seagulls right by us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost pushed her in the lake. <laughs> They're uh, like, yeah, come over here, seagulls. Yeah, and we're like, right we're like trying to eat here, yeah. and there's seagulls pooping on the dock, like <laughs> two feet down, because this oh. chick's trying to get seagulls now to come at eat a fry. You're gonna love it, hand. though. You're gonna love it. Yeah, you are here till Sunday, right? Yes, uh, so, Sunday, Sunday, super early. So really, sure, Saturday, but, night. but <laughs> Friday night and Saturday night yeah. with music yeah. out there yeah. on at Dockside. Yeah, it's I'm stoked. Awesome. Yeah, we. I keep telling him like, and everyone hears it as a joke. Yeah, we have an Elvis impersonator, but like this dude is. A legit Elvis impersonator. Is there any Elvis impersonators that are not like legit? I think so, Anybody yeah. that calls himself an Elvis impersonator has know. to like, I mean, like this. meet a minimum yeah, standard. Yeah, but he lives here. Like he yeah. he can ride. Oh. He drives his golf cart to the resort yeah. to go play the show. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty great. Actually, like, <laughs> his cape hanging out the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's, I mean, he takes it to a. I honestly think if he wanted to have a Vegas show, he could have a Vegas show. Yeah. He's that good. He is very good, but yeah. he's been around for a long time, he has, so he's. Yeah. Uh, seasoned i wonder how many more years he's gonna do it i said that when i was 15 years old yeah so he's been around a long time not like last week do, will <laughs> will elvis impersonators be... always be exist Oof. Ooh. well let's Ooh. let's reframe that and push it back who else who who from history do we impersonate as a culture still today Abraham lincoln sinatra <laughs> like sinatra gets played still right yeah oh yeah and he's uh, he's not much, how, he's how not much older is he yeah, than that's probably though? 10 20 years yeah i'd say yeah sinatra's probably the oldest right that people really reenact it's not like there's like he, a no but like Mozart start reenactment yeah <laughs> i guess if you go to the orchestra or yeah but it's not like that's no, yeah, yeah that's nobody's like dressing like him well so do you graduate from being in, imitated or impersonated into being homaged into being a classic well and that, Does that make sense a, yeah and i think there's a lot of even newer artists that you can hear a lot of like older, like uh, the one that pops in my mind is Lady Gaga. She sounds identical to what Madonna was doing, you know? Like, sure. I think there's, if you listen to them side by side, like Lady Gaga has a, is phenomenal. She can sing old classical stuff. She can sing her weird stuff. But I think when she's like on her, uh, on her game, um, when she's just vocalizing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. her first, her hit, like whatever that first one was, just dance or whatever it is. Um, I think that's what it was. Anyway, it sounds very Madonna-like. If you just yeah, so I, I think, think they have a lot. I don't, of I don't disagree in any way. Yeah, so I think there's while people don't say they're reenactment, like they're cover people. Well, influenced. Yeah, by, I think there are a yeah, lot of absolutely. Yeah. So we're thinking Elvis. 
Elvis, I'd say. Elvis yes. will. I think will Elvis leave the will building. Switch. No, Elvis will always stay. You think? Yeah. Because it, it's. I don't. Or are we going to start to see like Prince impersonators be the next Elvis impersonator? Prince or, will be. Yeah. The thing with Elvis and Sinatra, I think you have that voice. You can. It's easier to sing than than Prince. Like Prince is a very unique. Yeah. Same with. Or Madonna have you ever gone and watched like Queen impersonators? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. So cool. There was a. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. There was a Beatles band yeah. at Dockside. Really? Two weeks ago, Natalia and I were out on the boat. Good. Pulled in. Like, let's have a, okay. let's have a cocktail and, and listen to these guys. I'm sorry, but it was the worst impersonation <laughs> I've ever I seen. I mean, are you a Beatles fan in general, though? I, I, don't, are, I don't dislike the Beatles. Okay. It's not like I'm like a groupie or something. Yeah. But I don't know if their accents were fake or real. Uh, I don't know. Oh, so they were, so the, between set, like songs, they would be like, Talking in a yeah. British accent, oh, yeah, and I don't know if funny. it was real or fake, but they all had these like <laughs> that's really funny Teletubby esque <laughs> costumes on. Yeah, Teletubby. They weren't like they were colored like that. You but know, they just were so but, over exaggerated that the lapel was like draping over their shoulders. Yeah, um, it's like Sergeant Pepper, like that album, like that's when they're all wearing those like yeah. weird suits. Yeah. Yep. But it kind of reminded me of Sam like diving into history of music I, right there. I kind of reminded me of like the Dumb and Dumber scene where they you know walk <laughs> yeah, in and yeah, yeah, stop yeah. yeah, just like that. It was just it was the weirdest. But see that that's what sells a good, you know. I don't think people were digging it. All right. <laughs> but Johnny Cash, Elvis, Neil Diamond, Neil Diamond. Oh yeah, not uh, Johnny Cash, Neil Diamond. No, they, no, do, they do with Johnny Cash too. It's, they also it's do Neil it. Diamond and Johnny Cash. That's so that remember, same guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Remember when I said I think it's the same as Elvis? No, it's Neil Diamond and Johnny Cash is the same guy. He okay. does a dual show. Is that that Doug Allen Nash or something? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. And then they do Sinatra sometimes too. That's which is, that's Rock and Bach. That's Rock and Bach. Yeah. yeah. Rock and I don't think he's there in the summer rock though. Rock and Bach. When we had Katie on. Yeah. Rock and Rock and Bachin. Sorry, inside joke nerd. It's all good. To our 25 people that listen to that episode. That made it this far. Yeah, just, just take it Brady out. Beep out was might be still one of the best parts of any of our Yeah, podcasts. did you? We're gonna put you on the on the spot here, Paul. Okay. Have you listened to any Listen Local episodes? Yes, I listened to ours, and then I listened to the one before ours. Oh yeah. Is yeah. that Brady? Did you listen to the? No, no, the we one listened Brady? to the one that was just you two yeah. guys in the car that one yeah. day because I hadn't heard it yet either. Yeah, got yeah. it. So I listened to a couple. Us. Got it. Wish that one went pretty well. Let me put you on the spot. Have you ever listened to episodes of The Good Flight? <laughs> no, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it. But it puts you on the spot even more. Have you ever watched Drone Racing League? Yes. <laughs> okay. For like 30 seconds. Okay. That was enough. Yep. She said. I'm fascinated um, by it. I really am. It just, I, yeah. I don't really understand yeah. it. Sure. They made it trickier this year or Ugh. last year, point wise and all that stuff. It wasn't just this person won a race and gets three points. It was this person won a race at this part of the season on this level. And it, it got confusing, I thought. But, yeah. Um, and I, I had no problem telling them that. I said that was our feedback. I have no problem hearing that. Yeah. Um, You're preaching to the choir. Here. Yeah, they wanted feedback, so I gave them honest feedback. Like, hey, Melanie, this is what we like. This is what we Melanie, didn't like. this is dumb. But NASCAR's doing the same thing right now. Like, why yeah, have Yeah, what is going to happen yeah. to NASCAR? Does anybody have any? I just, I feel like they're going to have to I thought do it's a... been fading off ever since the main dude sort of like, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson's like the last of that group, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Logano and all the... There's, no, there's not many there's names. There's new guys in the Xfinity anymore, series that are going to be... Becoming the characters, I think. I don't think there'll ever be an Earnhardt or a Gordon or a Jimmy Johnson or Tony Stewart. It's just not the same. Maybe it's... 
I just feel yeah, like they're going to have to would, alter the way. Like, they're won't gonna you, aren't you saying there's, there's never going to be another Tom Brady? There's never going to be another. Ever be another Tom Brady. Kobe. There won't ever be another Kobe. You know, uh, there is going to be. There was those ten years ago. But because nobody said there was going to be another Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, and now there you've isn't got, another Michael Jordan. Mike, LeBron is way different. Kobe, Kobe's probably the closest to Michael. Right. But, so, but I'm saying, like, there'll be another there's going to be Zion's people like here. that that stand yeah, at the top. I'm, like not, different dude too, I'm not saying that somebody else is better or worse Zion or different, like but there's going to be someone that you look up to <laughs> yes. and that we all recognize as a cultural influence that are going to keep coming in there. Like, uh, Yeah, I just don't see it with NASCAR. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't, watch why don't you? I don't understand why you don't see that. It just ha- it's gonna happen. It's organic. That's the way I this goes. The, I think that was the peak of NASCAR. To be honest, maybe maybe as an outsider, I don't watch NASCAR, but wouldn't NASCAR it make less of a difference? Like basketball, it's like your play style and your physicality. This might sound stupid, but NASCAR isn't it all just driving cars? And, and or no, it's, like, it's it's how you do you interviews. It's how it, there's and there's racing too. Like you look at a Kyle Busch, you know he's gonna try to run you off the track before he right. tries to go for the fast line. Like that's it's sort of how Stewart was, and that's why he had a lot of fans as well. You know, right but, and enemies. And enemies, right? Yeah. I mean, well, but that's that, yeah, that's that's the ideal situation to be in in sure. a sports environment is that you you have that you're not in the middle. You're a polarizing figure. Yeah. You're gonna be a bad guy or a good guy, yeah. and you're gonna be a good guy to some people and a bad guy to others. And so that's who's, who's the bad guy in DRL? Van Horn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, the bad guy is let's. I'll put but this he's also he's the most eighteen years old. He's the most polarizing character sure. in, on the show, right? As an eighteen like, year old, you come in and you. Yeah, he, he came in bully. with one, and yeah. he just didn't give a no, shit. He's not a, no, he's not a bully. He's no, he just, just he's extremely confident, and he deserves to be extremely confident because he's very fast. Got it. Um, but, but he's unapologetic, unapologetic about it, if that makes sense. He knows he's the best, like one of those type of things. And so, But he lives up to it, look, you know? Hey. Hey. Oh, Emily's here. Let's, yeah, let's it's okay. Back. We're going long because Colton was late. Let's back. Hey. <laughs> hey. We're going long because we're having good conversation. We are having good conversation. Um, so drone racing, you said he's fast. Yeah. I mean, is is that like NASCAR fast where every single car is going the exact same speed and it's just like you're hitting turns better and taking better angles? Yes, kind of exactly. Thing? Yeah, okay. so all the drones are stock, right? So we have everything is identical. So everybody's flying the oh, exact same thing. That. That's interesting. But, you know, if you take this corner a little bit sharper, if you avoid this, you know, collision, if you are, you know, in that zone, you can go faster than other people if you fly it perfect. And he does a really good so job of like doing that. Driving a car aggressively. Yeah, yeah exactly. Also, well, it's 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 flow too, right? It's you're accelerating at the apex of a corner. You're um, not wasting time on the. You like you, it's all of those things come together, but in three dimension now. It's crazy. Yeah. He also flies real planes too, right? Or yeah. little planes. But yeah, yeah like he has a a, some sort of, I think, a cub of some sort. Yeah. yeah. So I've always wondered, but he seems like he's been a technical guy his whole life. Um, he's, building. He's 18. Yeah, but like legit. <laughs> his whole life. Yeah. His entire career has been very if, if, if I could have 15 years of learning. Like, I don't like, get to say that very often because it's usually people saying that about me, but that he's, he's only 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dedicated his entire career. I can career. say that. He's, he's two years older than. And, uh, yeah, but I mean, but he works his ass off too. Like he does this. He he is flying 150 batteries every single day. He is putting in the Excuse work. Me? He's yeah. 150 yeah. batteries. Is that how you guys like that, measure I mean, that, success? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how that's how, how we measure. Work? 149. <laughs> I mean, like oh, you can, I could say I, I could say 300 flights, but if I crashed half of them in the first 30 seconds. And I then see. had to start again. You know yeah. that battery then is a better measure because it means I flew the whole thing. Got it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But so is that but, like how long is a battery? 
uh, three to four minutes, but then there's oh, all okay. of the changing and you yep. know all that kind of stuff yep. between. So I'm, I was picturing like thirty minutes. Like no, 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 no. Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah. It's but you're you're running it as on the ragged edge. It's not like you're just kind of floating around like a Mavic. Like you're as precise and fast as you possibly can go every single time. Like I bring out equipment to like time lapse, like it automatically reads off my lap times as I come through and all this stuff. So like if I'm not hearing improvements, then I need to step back. I need to figure out, okay, how do I take this a little bit faster to bring that time down? Mm -hmm. And so like for the entirety of a day, I'm none of it's relaxed flying. It's, it's pushing it as hard as you possibly can. Crazy. Vanover has the ability to push himself further and harder, I think, than everyone in the league. Changing topics here. Enough, Vanny. Um, at what point did you realize that as an FPV pilot, you need to get into more cinematic stuff? And I want that to like lead into we're watching the Motley video as we're sitting here. For like the hundredth time. I just hear that music I love it. in the background. Yeah. I just, and, and we have I get whole, Emily's here time. right now, too. I don't even need to see We have the whole crew it. here. I know exactly what part it is. Yep. Nice. Yep. We have the whole thing going. Like, um, But yeah, I mean, it's totally changed. Yeah, it's not just the real estate you know, video game, but like pretty much any type of promotional video in general. Yeah. Um, when did you realize like that's going to be a focus of your career? So important for me from the beginning of flying was to find sustainability within this. So I, I actually rate soon after I started flying, I actually started a, a little production company and bought a bunch of camera equipment like mm -hmm. my a7 and stuff like this just to learn how to do production stuff so that I knew that I could take the skills that I'm learning right now and reapply it back into something else. So, um, so you know, whether that was like, I saw the need to get into cinematic flying versus like, I saw the need to diversify so that I can sustain and, you know, provide for my family. Like we have a kid on the way, you know, that sort of stuff like was just as important as being fast as a racer. So I not only am, pushing after drone racing, but I also have my YouTube channel, which you know draws a little bit of revenue. Um, and then I also do FPV for productions. So whether that's a fly through of a house, a shot for a movie, mm -hmm. flying you know a $30,000 camera on a drone, like all of these things. But what's been fun about doing all three of those things at the same time is that they each inform each other, right? So when I'm racing, it's the highest pressure situation that you could possibly be in while operating a drone helps me fly, you know, a $30,000 drone much more confidently and comfortably and not be nervous. Right, right. And then the more I spend Jacob time do doing, you know, but, but the more time I spend practicing, you know, flying cinematic stuff, I can... I, I can make my lines more precise in racing and the more I explore through creating content for YouTube the more opportunities I have to pursue racing and um, content creation and, and, and working on production so um, so so to answer your question you know did I choose to start flying cinematic for that reason no but it's been awesome to see how they have influenced each other from the beginning cool yeah I mean I, I love it I, I think it's we've I'm looking at the video again because it's playing for the 101st time now. Um, but there's a shot where you're cruising, and I think you're still flying the squirt out there, the Cinewhoop. Yeah. But uh, you're cruising like down canopies of trees and then chasing it like a side by side. So yep. is that sort of implementing a little bit of both worlds into into one? Absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 timing. It's precision. It's finding the line and following the line and sticking to the line and not deviating. You know, all that stuff. Being precise. Being smooth. You know, all of that comes from not just from racing, but also creating content from you know 
practice and learning and stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. And I, I still think, love the yeah. intro, the intro shot where I'm in the side by side cruising down the yeah. driveway. You go through the stable barn yep. and come out the other end. And I'm still driving, like just, yeah. But like, that was just as much your was, timing as it was awesome. mine. That you was nailed it. That was. Awesome. And then the best part, what people don't know about that, like, and I hope, we'll, I think Sam, we've got a lot of behind the scenes from stuff throughout the year, so hopefully we'll show things like this. But Colton literally said, "It's 5:29. I got to be out of here by 5:30." And it was a <laughs> no. One, it was 4 4:59 because okay. I needed to be in Breezy to pick up the kids yeah. at 5.30. Okay. And it was a 45-minute drive yeah. that I made in literally 29 minutes. Yeah, yeah, so when the producer of the shoot you're on comes to you and says, you have one shot, we're yeah. going to hit it this time. We're going to hit it this it time. That, and we like, knocked and it out of the park. And it was still like, <laughs> and it, sometimes that works better where you're like, and that was all about No, no, me. no, that never works better. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a certain skill set in hitting it when it's clutch. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that was, it was pretty amazing because like we had all day to do these other shots and it turned out amazing between whether it be the drone stuff or yeah. the ground stuff with Sam and Emily or, um, but it was like, we had all day to do that. But then it was like, that was such a vital shot to make that video what it was. Yeah. And it just, just sort of like, I say behind the scenes, like that is legit. Like I got to get out of here. We got to do this now. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's go. And we knew we were going to do it so from yeah, the beginning. You have me saying I, that. I'm, I don't know if we do have you actually saying it. Sick. But we have the whole like, setup. Yeah, here. we have it like you burning down the driveway. Yeah, I was oh, wait, you out. were not. Sorry, I was <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, my wife is going to kill me. Uh, and then we returned the side by side, and they were stoked about the condition it was in. Yeah, yeah, she was a little, she was a little roughed up. But yeah, that was a long day. Sorry. A lot of riding. I'll pay for that one later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what's uh, what's your favorite shoot? Not as, not obviously real estate because we haven't done a lot together, but. Like favorite shoot you've done ever last year, whatever. My favorite shoot that I've done was for a company that sh films like military equipment. Is this the one that was just on your Instagram? Like uh, that was the same company, a different shoot though. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have this shot of uh, like three guys in like tactical police uniforms, like arresting me. <laughs> just yeah, but they were all they were actors. Yeah. Like, was, no, I like that. Well, they're not actors. They're they're actual. Military. They're, uh, they're SWAT or yeah, tac tactical, tactical law enforcement. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, it was pretty funny. But the, uh, the the it was a shoot for the same company. We went down to I can't really say where, but we ended up boarding a gas and oil platform, like a, an abandoned gas and oil platform um, in the in international waters. So I'm technically a drone pirate. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we. We did a bunch of shots at the gas and oil platform just in the middle of the ocean. That's and, sweet. And, like, you know, when we were done, we went and fishing a little bit. Like, with a deckhand caught a shark with his bare hand and all this kind of stuff. Like, that was, that was probably my favorite shoot Dear of all Lord. time. It was so freaking cool. I'll have to show you that later. It's that, we think it's cool seeing him go under that pool bar or the, yeah. at Motley. Yep. It was, like, that The whole size, place was like that. Gaps, that whole bar, yeah. It was, really? like, yeah. stairways and oil and then, and then you're also working with actors and timing shots of them, like, you know, like clearing rooms and yeah. doing this short sort of stuff with, with real firearms, yeah. too. Yeah, it's fun. Love it. Sweet. Love it. I mean, it, I still think it'd be sweet at the bobbers, the, the ladder that goes all the way up. It's got the cage around it. I want to see you go up it. Oh. I can go up it. I don't know if I could go down it. He said yesterday, do you think we could get up to the top? I want to climb it. He wants to fly I want to climb it, stand on the top of the bobber, and, like, orbit myself. Is listening right now? We could probably, you know what? It's I don't want to say it's like a, an absolute no because 
Yeah, that's a yes. Pretty, you get the right person, a that's a yes. Pretty persuasive person. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. And if you get up there with like a Blaze Air shirt and you well, do duh. you do the 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 Taylor Swift challenge where like where you push the thing away. <laughs> you know how badass that would be? You know what I'm talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> the uh, the ring, the the will you marry me one. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, oh. it's it's, it's pretty to, popular. Yeah, that that would go It's been 2 days since I've been on viral. <laughs> I Oh my god. You know what I'm talking I, about? No, I didn't until you just like explained it and you said it was on TikTok and I literally I saw a friend do that. Yep. On It's just a drony. I had no it's idea. It's a drony, but they use like on, skateboards but, okay. for some reason. But like you do it with a drone with your Blaze shirt and do a little dance on top of yeah. the bobber in the middle of Pequot Lakes like that would that'd be some serious internet well. clout right there. It would do very well. Is that like the flossing of 2020? Uh, uh the TikTok right. challenges are, yes. No, I would not say to, that particular challenge is. I've been trying to make TikTok but, uh, food, like the the prep and the meals they show on TikTok. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tried that at the end; it's not as didn't, good as didn't it didn't work. <laughs> nah. Sam, nah. can you floss? <laughs> no. Like You're the right age. Van Overkin. Yeah, he can see it. It's just that there's one year age differences. Just really gets okay. the, gets All the right. difference. Just trying to stay. He tried in the mirror. I know that. Dabbing. Yeah. Dabbing. dabbing, yeah, dabbing yeah. is also. Was that your? That was, was that more your era? That was probably closer, yeah. Okay. Just what my generation just ruined that for everyone. <laughs> now you want to climb the water tower, don't you? I'm not. Cli- I know. I hate heights. That's why I fly a drone. Oh, that um, would be a. That would be such a good TikTok. You can climb up there. Or the fire tower. I think that one would be the cool fire too. tower. I think you can, right? You like can climb the fire tower. You can climb tower. it, yeah. yeah. But I just think you could do some cool things in yeah. and out of the stairs. Yeah. Going yeah. all we the way should do there. that actually. Your Actually, your footage is gonna suck from inside. You could do though, we could do one in reverse. Oh, yeah. oh, it is. So we start oh, yeah. out and move in, and then time ramp it, yeah. and then like hit these crazy gaps, and then reverse it all. Yeah. So to push, the song pushes, and out. then it pushes out through these insane gaps. Yeah, that'd be cool. Look what you started, Colton. Huh. All right, me, me, and Tucker Joe tomorrow. We'll get some, <laughs> oh we'll get some banging TikToks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sweet. I don't even know what else. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, gentlemen, thank you very much for having me. If you don't mind if I plug a couple of things before we leave here. So, uh, again, Paul Nercola, the thanks so much to my sponsors like DRL, Allianz, and the United States Air Force. That's um, right. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. Be sure to check out the Drone Racing League on uh, NBC. There you go. Look That's at awesome. that. Well done. You've done this before. Yeah. Just a couple cool. times. Okay. I'm Colton with Swatter Real Estate. Um, I'm Jacob Blazer with Blaze Air, and thanks again to... Paul Nercola, who is up doing a few projects with us. And um, yeah. It's my pleasure to be here. Cool. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. And be sure to always listen local.